Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, welcome in. We are with you until midnight. By the way, the Bruins on the table tonight as well because they're in major trouble, especially after the injury to Hampus Lindholm, upper body injury. The guy could barely skate coming off the ice. So the Bruins are in major trouble. So if you do want to weigh in on that, that's on the table. But we have to react to this game because the Red Sox continue to have bad loss after bad loss after bad loss. And I don't know if you feel the way I did, but tonight I felt really good. Garrett Whitlock is dealing. He was unbelievable. He did give up the two-run home run, but other than that, the guy was lights out. Nine strikeouts in this game. Now, we can get into the offense of the fact that they're still not producing at the rate that they need to produce up to, but tonight it's about the lack of what Alex Cora has to work with, and that's on Bloom. That's on the front office because... This is what is irritating me about this team right now. 617-779-7937, the number. What is your biggest issue with the Sox right now? Alex Cora should not have to mix and match pitchers late in these games. It's just not acceptable. I'm sorry, it's not. At this particular point in time, how many times do we have to watch this? This is not the manager's fault. This is not Alex Cora's fault. I'm thinking to myself in that inning when Rendon comes up to face Austin Davis, he's really in a pickle because it's not like Austin Davis is this lights out reliever or anything along those lines, but what are his other options? Okay, so Rendon absolutely clobbers lefties. For his career, he hits 295, 294 rather with the 901 OPS. Okay, so you're going Austin Davis against him or you can go with a righty out of the bullpen to face Walsh and Walsh hits 293 with a 901 OPS against right-handed pitching. So what's the choice there? And that's where I empathize and I sympathize with Alex Cora because he doesn't have enough good bullpen arms to work with. His best reliever started today. He gave you five innings. He gave you all he could today. He gave you the five innings. He gave you the rope that they were willing to let him go off with. He gave you that. But how much more can you ask from Garrett Whitlock? How much more can you ask from Michael Walker, 
from Nathan Avaldi, right? The offense needs to be better. We can all get to that. The offense is not good enough, okay? Bogarts has been great. You saw some progress from Story tonight. But in totality, the offense has not been nearly good enough. There's no way to diminish that. But late in games, it is embarrassing. Alex Cora has nobody to go to. Who is he supposed to go to tonight? I mean, did anybody think they were going to win the game the way that thing was going? I mean, credit Bogarts for hitting the home run, thinking to yourself, okay, maybe they win this one. But again, the bullpen wants to give it back. Think about these are the relievers that the Red Sox were going to, t- to tonight. Austin Davis, who's fine. He's had a decent season. Matt Strom's had a good season. I like Matt Strom. He's a good pitcher. In fact, I would advocate that he should just be the closer. Just have Matt Strom close because Strom can get out lefties and Strom can get out righties. I don't want to live on this roller coaster every game, but I don't know what the alternative is right now for Alex Gore. You tell me what's the alternative for Alex Gore. Are you really going to blame Core for any of this right now? No, this is on Bloom in the front office. I like a lot of the stuff that Bloom has done, but at some point, you got to pay for known entities. you got to pay for non-known commodities. Who is known in this freaking bullpen? Hansel Robles had a great run at the beginning of the season, but I always felt like that could come back because he just gave up so much loud contact on the season. His hard hit rate ranks 142nd out of 144 qualified relievers. Tonight, he just didn't have command whatsoever. And then you bring in Deekman. I mean, I can't watch this guy anymore. I'm telling you. I, this is unbelievable to me. How about Deekman in this game? I mean, that was flat-out embarrassing. I, I don't know what you're going to get from this guy from a outing-to-outing basis. There's just no consistency with him whatsoever. It is so irritating to watch him on the mound. It is incredibly frustrating. Deekman comes in to get Walsh. Okay, so Walsh singles on a slider. Nine pitches. Seven of them were sliders. What do you think Walsh was sitting on? <laughs> the guy wouldn't throw him a fastball. <laughs> what do you think's going to come? He's sitting on your slider, man. And then he walks Suzuki. Hey, got Stassi to fly out. Congratulations. Got yourself out of the damn inning. Hey, guess what he got Stassi to fly out on? A four-seamer. What a concept. Mix in a fastball, would you? I mean, but unbelievable. I actually felt lucky. Legitimately felt lucky that the Red Sox got out of that inning without giving up more than that one run. Because prior to that, Robles was a complete disaster as well. Robles, okay, he strikes out Ward, that was a slider way out of the zone. He gets ahead of Mike Trout, 0-2, and then walks him. Then he walks Otani. (laughs) After getting ahead of Mike Trout, 0-2, he then walks back-to-back hitters. He luckily gets Rendon to fly out, and then that's when they go to Diekman. The combination of Robles and Diekman. Okay, this is the Boston Red Sox. The manager of the Boston Red Sox is mixing and matching, and I'm not criticizing Alex Cora. I can't really critique what Alex Cora did tonight. Not that I'd want to. I think he's a very good tactical manager. But it is not supposed to go this way for this team. You should not have to mix and match your relievers in the ninth inning of a game you're just trying to end. That is inexcusable, and that has nothing to do with Alex Cora. That has everything to do with the front office. I'm sorry. I cannot find a possible way to blame Alex Cora or anybody else. And I, at this point, I don't even want to blame the guys that are in the bullpen. They're just, the reality is they're not that good. And then who's coming out for the 10th inning? 
Matt Barnes. Oh, God, you knew he was giving it up. You knew it. I mean, Matt Barnes is one of the least confident pitchers I think I've ever seen in my lifetime. This guy went from, hey, I want to be the effing closer to saying, hey, I'm okay with trading for Craig Kimbrell after he got his contract extension. By the way, this is the one guy Bloom paid in the bullpen. $18.75 million over the next two years. This is the one guy that got money out of the bullpen. It's just unbelievable. I want to like the moves that Bloom has made because a lot of them have been good. The Schwarber move at the deadline was really good. I like the story pickup. I think it's going to work out with him at second base long term. But this crap with the bullpen, I, I just, I said it at the time. I said it all offseason. The reliever market was stacked. The guy that was out there in the ninth inning, he was not sharp tonight. But Ryan Tapera is on a two-year, $14 million contract. He's making less money than Matt Barnes. He hasn't, give up and, he hasn't given up an earned run since opening day. That guy was available. Their closer, Rysel Iglesias, you could have paid a ton of money for him. Colin McHugh was out there, a guy that was with the Red Sox previously. Kendall Graveman was out there. There were a ton of really good relievers out on the market. The Red Sox did nothing. But how about Matt Barnes tonight? Comes out, gets Fletcher to fly out on a curveball. Then he gets to Mayfield, <laughs> by the way. He ends up striking out Mayfield. But did you see the second strike he got? It was a changeup up in the zone. There's no way he's trying to put that pitch up there. Why would you to- throw a changeup up in the zone? So his changeup was so bad that he was able to get Mayfield to strike out swinging because he threw a curveball after that into the ground. So his high changeup set up his curveball. That is supposed to be like the old Matt Barnes. That's a fastball up in the zone. Bury the curveball. He got away with a bad changeup probably because Mayfield's like, why the hell is this guy throwing me a changeup up in the zone? Who the hell would do that? Who would choose to do that? Matt Barnes. That's who would choose to do that. And then we all know Ward homered on a fastball. When he actually went to his fastball, this is how you know he's not going to throw it anymore anyway. Fastball, 3-1 count, middle-middle, center cut, 109.7 miles an hour off the bat. 6-4 game, pretty much over. Then, by the way, Trout singles, then he walks Otani. They finally lift the guy. Barnes on the night. He threw 12 curveballs, 6 fastballs, 2 changeups. This is what i got to figure out. And maybe you have an answer for me. Matt Barnes has one pitch right now, his curveball. He's already thrown more changeups this season, 19, than he threw the entirety of last season, 16. You know why? Because he's searching for pitches. He doesn't have a fastball. This guy has one pitch, and it's a freaking curveball. So how can you set up your best pitch, which is an off-speed pitch, or I should say, which is a breaking ball, a curveball, a knuckle curveball, how can you set that up if you can't throw your fastball? You tell me. There's no way to pitch that way. And look, I'm not blaming Cora. Who else is he going to go to there? You can't go to your best reliever. He threw five innings. Matt Strom already pitched in the game. There's nobody to go to for Alex Cora. It's unfair to Cora that this is what he has to work with right now. The lineup, different thing. And part of the issues in terms of the lineup, that's a major problem for this team. Nobody's diminishing that. But this is a game they should have won even if they only put up whatever it was in the first couple of innings of this game, or whatever, through regulation, if you will, the first nine innings, the four runs should have been good enough to win the game. Your bullpen should have been able to hold this team down. But Alex Cora has to mix and match. Think about this. After he goes to Garrett Whitlock, think about how many pitchers he has to get to just to get to the ninth. Davis, Strom, Robles, Diekman. Just to get there. Because he doesn't have a guy out there that he can rely on. And that's not on Cora. That's on the front office. I'm sorry. No defending the front office for the makeup of this bullpen right now. Quite frankly, it's unacceptable. And I don't want to hear this whole thing. Well, Sale was hurt. Yeah, we knew Sale was hurt when they went back to whatever it was, the spring training after the lockout. You could have made a move after that. Other guys got signed after that. You could have made a trade after that. You did nothing. 617-779. 
790-3700 is the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. So Bruins on the table if you do want to win in that. But my biggest issue right now is with the front office. They did not give Alex Cora enough to work with. This team doesn't have enough. This team is incomplete. I want to hear from you at 617-779-7937 is the number. What is your biggest issue with the team? I have one more big issue. I'll get to that next here on EI. Crash and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's an easier choice than ever. With our exciting and fuel-efficient lineup, now get great offers across our full line. Shop at your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com. Well, the Bees fell to the Hurricanes 5-2. Patrice Bergeron, both goals for the Bees in the loss. Hampus Lindholm had to leave this game after taking a hit from Andre Chevetnikov, which brutal. And so he's looks like he's going to be out for quite some time. Upper body injury. Game 3 Friday night at the Garden. The Sox fell to the Angels 10-5 to in 10 innings. The bullpen, an utter disaster. What else can you really say? Austin Davis gave up a home run to Anthony Rendon in the 7th in a game that was tied at 3. Hansel Robles left the game with a pair of men on. Jake Diekman comes in. He gave up a single to Jared Walsh. Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes rather. Oh, man, what a 10th inning for him. Gave up a bomb to Taylor Ward. Guy's throwing 12 curveballs. 12 curveballs. Will not throw his fastball. <laughs> I mean. You can't make this crap up. I mean, every time the guy goes up, it's not against the Orioles. He did it against the Orioles. What do you think is going to happen against the Angels? The Sox and the Angels play the last of their three-game set Thursday afternoon at Fenway. 135 for his pitch across the Shaws and Star Market. WEI Red Sox Network. Tune into the Visit Massachusetts pregame show at 1235 with Mutt. It's sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Make Massachusetts yours. Start your adventure at visitma.com. Rich Hill on the mound opposite Shohei Otani. I am looking forward to see Otani pitch tomorrow. Oh, by the way, this season, the Bucks tied 1-1 in their best of seven after the green clobbered Giannis and company 109-86 on Tuesday. Jalen 30, Jason Tatum 29. Game three, Saturday afternoon. How about this? The Mavs and the Suns and the Sixers and the Heat will play two games before the Celtics play their next game. Unbelievable. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. But, uh, you know, like, since uh, we took Witt out, you saw the lefties coming in and trying to, you know, take advantage of the situation and kind of like flip-flop their lineup. And uh, we got some, some, some good matches for us, but it didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, um, fastball down in the zone, right? 3-1. And uh, usually his fastball is up in the zone. Um, you know, I think Vila was 94. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure, but the spot, you know, is down. And uh, there's a guy that he, he does an outstanding job attacking the zone up, up, right. And that's where he gets his swing and misses and miss hit balls. And uh, you know, the kid put a good swing on it. I mean, you got to keep working with him. That's the bottom line, right? And, uh, you know, he, he threw some good breaking balls. Uh, you know, the fastball is not there, you know, and uh, it's, it's not lack of work. You know, he's doing everything possible to get his mechanics where they're supposed to be and um, bushy and walk. They're all, you know, like they're, they're locked in with him. But, uh, you know, there's some good days and there's some days that the fastball is not there, but we just got to keep working on it. And and the offense too, right? Uh, I think it's a collective effort, you know, uh, from from the staff to the players to everybody. You know, we're not happy with the results, right? And uh, we have to do a better job in close games. You know, good teams do that; uh, they win close games. And so far, we haven't done that. Oh, I mean, uh, like we said, you know, he, he's he's really good, right? And uh, obviously the pitch count got to where it was, and, uh, you know, um, Stassi took advantage of a fastball right in the middle and then hit out of the ballpark. But uh, overall, an outstanding performance uh, performance by Witt. All right, that's Alex Gore after the game tonight. If you want to weigh in on anything the manager said, you can at 617-779-7937. Or what are your biggest issues with this team right now? And I heard Alex Gore talking about Matt Barnes there about the fastball. It's not for a lack of trying. I'm happy that he's trying. The guy's making $18.75 million over the next two years. I'm glad that he's working on his fastball. I mean, come on. Ridiculous. You got you give this guy all this money ever since he got that contract. He's been an MIA. He's been a no-show. Matt Barnes was left off the ALCS roster. This was a guy that was a closer last year. He was your closer, and he made the All-Star game, and this is what he's turned into. And then we're talking about, like, the Garrett Whitlock thing. He gave up one home run to Max Stassi. You could tell he was getting a little bit tired there. The velocity on his fastball was down. It was a bad pitch. He made, like, one bad pitch in the entire outing. He had nine strikeouts in five innings. The guy was good enough for his team to pick him up and win the game. But it really does feel like they screwed up this whole Whitlock thing. Because he started three games. They lost all three of them. There's no way around it. They've lost all three of the games that Whitlock has started. And maybe he pitches more important innings if he didn't start, right? Because he's not going deep into these games. And I'm not blaming Whitlock. Whitlock's a guy tonight. He gave you five at least. But last time, it's three innings against the Blue Jays. And the time before that against the Rays, it's four innings. 
So maybe that's part of the issue. And look, the Rays game is more about the offense. You didn't hit. You were no hit until extra innings. So when you add all these things up, there's just so many issues right now that they have to decide, hey, how do we use our best pitcher? That's the problem this team has. You should have definitive roles with your guys. And I'm fine with being pliable. I like having guys that can do different things. I like having relievers like Whitlock that can pitch multiple innings, that you can piggyback them off certain pitchers. Like, I like that idea in principle. You can do the same thing with Hoke. But the problem is right now you don't have the amount of starters that you need to be able to deploy that strategy. That's why Whitlock started to begin with. And part of the issue with going to Canada, Tanner, how can't pitch there, it's all these things have added up. They've all compounded. And I just look at a guy like Aaron Boone, the guys he can go to. He can go to Michael King. He can go to Loisaga. He can go to Chad Green. He can go to Araldis Chapman. All those guys. He knows he has guys back there. They're going to pick up outs for him. With Alex Gore, it's like, oh, well, my best reliever, I started him, so where the hell am I going? Strom's been good. I would advocate just give Strom the closing role now because you don't want Garrett Whitlock closing because he can give you more innings. It makes no sense. But Matt Strom should just be the closer. Like, at some point, you need some certainty. Strom has given you certainty. That would be the guy instead of just using him for matchups. And look, maybe he's in over his head doing that. I don't know. It just feels like that's the best possible guy to use back there right now. But this is more about the front office than anything else. It's not Alex Cora's fault. I would just like to know this. What was the front office doing in the offseason? Somebody needs to explain this to me. Okay, so they signed Story. Fine. I'm fine with that deal. I believe he's playing a better second base the past couple of games or so. And he's starting to hit a little bit. Okay, fine. I'm not going to judge him on one month. I feel like that's a good move, not just for to replace Bogarts, but if Bogarts, even if they get something done with Bogarts, we'll get to that in a second here, it makes a lot of sense to have a good defensive second baseman like Story. Fine. But what else did they do? You tell me. The front office did nothing. You signed Trevor Story. We all knew last year the bullpen was an issue, right? Can we all agree on that? And Alex Cora made it work when they got into the postseason. They put starters in the bullpen. We saw it with Tanner Houck. We saw it with Nick Pavetta. They made it work when they got to the postseason. But we all knew that was not a sustainable formula. It wasn't going to work throughout a regular season. So they did nothing in terms of upgrading the bullpen. Fine, Matt Strom, that's one guy. You brought back. You brought in Jake Diekman. That's like the one guy you identified. You gave him two years, eight million. He sucks. There's no way around it. You can't trust the guy. Heck, I'd rather have Adam Ottavino here than that guy. He can't throw strikes. I know Adam Ottavino walk guys, but Diekman doesn't know half the time where the hell the ball's going. He had a pitch tonight where it was supposed to be down and away, and it was up outside or is up inside. Incredible, like not like the complete opposite of where he was supposed to be throwing the baseball. Okay, so they didn't do anything with the bullpen. Michael Walker, that's a nice move. I, we could all agree. Michael Walker has been the Red Sox up until this point, their best starting pitcher. That was a good move. That's a nice find by the Red Sox. I give them credit for that. But if you weren't getting bullpen guys, you signed one guy, Trevor Story. Well, why didn't you extend any of your own guys? You didn't extend Nate Evaldi. You didn't talk to Rafael Devers until after the lockout. We found out, Rob Bradford reported, they have never talked to Rafael Devers before. Never talked to him about an extension before this offseason. And then you lowballed the leader of the team. You offered him one additional year of $30 million. That's the reporting from John Heyman. That's what your offseason was? Lowballing Bogarts. Finally opening up a conversation with Devers that you are $100 million away on. Not approaching the guy that started in the wild card game for you. 
that, let's face it, has been your best postseason pitcher since 2018. He was their best pitcher in the 18 postseason. Well, David Price, but he was really good. He was definitely the Red Sox best pitcher last year in the postseason, won you the wild card game. You didn't talk to that guy at all. So, again, I come back to what the hell did they do this offseason? They signed Jake Diekman, who sucks. Michael Walker, good move. Trevor Story, I like that move. But what else did they do? Nothing. Nothing. I don't, I don't know what the hell they did this offseason. They didn't improve the team. The team got worse. Not to mention this, and this is a small thing that just irritates me. The Red Sox have the lowest walk rate in all of Major League Baseball. They walk less frequently than anybody else. That's why tonight, when Arroyo and Dahlbeck walked back-to-back, I said on Twitter, remember where you were for this moment. It was the second walk of the season for Arroyo, and Dahlbeck, it was his sixth walk of the season, or his fifth. But anyway, low number. But my point is this. Kyle Schwarber brought a different dimension to this offense. This team, when Kyle Schwarber came over here, they jumped up to third and on-base percentage after he made his debut because the guy grinded out at bats. It helps the rest of the lineup as well. When you have this guy that's seeing a bunch of pitches, he spits on everything, he took walks. Even if he struck out, he was walking 23% of the time. They're missing that element at the top of the order. So they didn't replace that type of player either. I'm not saying just exactly Schwarber, but that type of player. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's kick it off with Doug in the car tonight. Hey, Doug. Hey, Brian. How you doing, man? This this one really hurts. It's, this, this season has been just one after another. And uh, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying uh, as far as the, the people they could have signed, the relievers they could have signed that they didn't sign. Let's remember that. Kimbrell was out there. He's got to still be better than anybody they got right now. Yeah, I'd um, agree with you. you know, and, then, and then they they lowball Bogarts. They're they're um, 100 miles away from uh, giving Devers what he's going to need. I can only come to the conclusion that this ownership doesn't want to spend money because they don't really care about winning every year. Doug, I, mean, I don't think that's correct. I don't think that's correct. I think this is a Heim Bloom decision. I think what happened last year, Doug, is Heim Bloom, everybody criticized him at the trading deadline, but it worked out, right? Robles was really good for them. Schwaber was really good for them. So what that did is it bought him the benefit of the doubt. This ownership group is in the top five in the payroll ever since 2011, really. And you can probably go back from that, but that's what I have listed here. Since 2011, all these t- first, first, second, third, like they're all over the place in terms of spending a ton of money. If Bloom went well, to them after after the trading deadline he had last year and said, hey, we need to give this guy $300 million, they would sign off on it. Well, why hasn't he done it with Bogarts and Devers? Because I don't think he believes in Bogarts, Doug. That's the issue. I appreciate the call. I don't believe he believes in Bogarts. He doesn't want to give Bogarts that money because of the defensive metrics. And that's fine if you want to say all that about the defense, blah, blah, blah. But the problem is, how are you going to replace the bat? How are you going to replace the leadership? And here's the other thing I'd say about the Bogarts extension. What type of message does that send to young, good players in the organization? In the farm system, which Bloom has really wanted to build up the farm system, and it was the right thing to do. They needed to rebuild the farm. Nobody's disputing that. But what type of message does it send to young players if Xander Bogarts got lowballed this offseason, who, I don't know, has done everything this organization could ask for. He got his Silver Slugger Award this year in terms of tonight, I should say, from last year. Won that multiple times. He's been the best offensive shortstop for the past three seasons, statistically, in Major League Baseball. And you lowball him? I can understand not agreeing to a contract offer because Boris is his agent. But you lowball him? You offer him less? If you look at that contract, what it would have been, it'd be less money on an annual basis than Trevor Story. You lowball that guy? 
How do other young players feel in the organization? This is a two-time champion. This is a leader, and you lowballed him. How do those other guys feel about when they're eventually up? Let's get to Wally in Florida. Hey, Wally. Uh, what's up, Brian? I don't know what you really got. Some major issues. Uh, you look at the bullpen. I was watching the Mets game the other night. They had Colin McHugh coming in the eighth, and they, the, the uh, Braves had a five-two lead. Yep. He blew away everybody. Then they brought in Kenley Jansen, and it was lights out. Uh, we got six blown saves already. I guess our poison pen is shooting for twenty-five for the season. But I don't know what Hein Bloom <laughs> does. Right? I don't know what he does now. I don't I mean, either. No, even the lousy teams are not going to hand you their best reliever. I mean, you've always you needed an eighth inning guy. You needed a closer. I mean, uh, these guys. You knew when Matt Bonds well, come in, the game was gone. Yeah, you know that somehow. So one way or another, they'd find a way to lose this game. Well, but uh, and Wally, I Wally, I appreciate the call as always, my friend. But. I'm okay with being pliable. I'm okay with not having a guy that is definitively the closer. But you have to have, if that's the case, you have to have multiple guys that are capable of closing games. The Red Sox don't. They have Garrett Whitlock, and I'd like to see Strom get that opportunity. Robles has completely faded here over the past week and change or so. You don't have guys. So it's fine to be cute and say, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to find certain guys to do it in different innings. But the problem is, right now, the Red Sox don't have guys that are capable of doing it. Can Deakman do it? now? Can Robles do it now? No. Can Davis do it? No. Davis fine, middle relief, but he's not a back end of the rota- back end of the bullpen guy. So you don't have any of those guys. Fine to be cute, but if you're going to be cute, you better have the guys to execute that type of plan. The Red Sox don't. 617-779-7937 the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. If you do want to wait in this one, you certainly can. What's your biggest issue right now with this team? Are you like me? Do you blame it more on the front office? We'll get to that next here on EI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, I really wish we could be talking about another great outing from Garrett Whitlock or the season that Xander Bogarts is having, but the reality is we can't because of everything that is happening around this team right now. Think about all the losses they've had recently, how atrocious they were. This one tonight, have an opportunity to beat the Angels, take a series, at least win the first two out of the series, maybe even sweep the Angels if you get to Otani tomorrow, but at least secure the series win today. Alex Cora mentioned earlier today on... Maloney and Fourier and Mago, that they need to start winning series. Had an opportunity to do it today. Bullpen gives it up. Think back to what transpired against the Baltimore Orioles on Saturday night. Nathan Avaldi deals seven scoreless. Give it up in that one. Thank you very much, Matt Barnes. How about the game last week against the Toronto Blue Jays? 
give up a freaking home run to George Springer. Deekman throws him four consecutive fastballs. And then you think back to the game where Garrett Whitlock, his first start, four innings, 48 pitches, 12 outs. The Red Sox get no hit through nine innings. All those losses have happened in like, what, a two and a half, two weeks and a half? It's incredible. It just continues to happen. And I can't not blame the front office for that. The team isn't good enough. Let's, I should say, the lineup has not hit to their standard, but the bullpen's not good enough. Okay, we were all hyping up the bullpen earlier. This, oh, the bullpen is overachieving. Yeah, well, they suck now. Let's get to Ken in California. Hey, Ken. Hey, how you doing, Brian? I've been better. Me too. Me too. Um, this is Hein Bloom. Cheap, cheap, cheap. He knew that everybody knew he needed somebody in the back end of the bullpen. But did he do it? No. Cheap, cheap, cheap. And secondly, secondly, Christian Vasquez, you are not Lou Brock. (laughs) I think that was a play. (laughs) What was the matter with him? What was he thinking? Well, I no, I think that was a play, Ken. I can't blame that on Christian Vasquez. There's a lot of things I would blame on Christian Vasquez. I think he sucks. I mean, now if you look at it on the season... The Red Sox with Christian Vasquez catching games are three and ten. Yeah, and, and he does not call a good game. I mean, that's for damn sure. I mean, Whitlock almost bailed him out tonight yeah. because Whitlock's so good. But that's been one of the biggest issues this season with Christian Vasquez. Quite frankly, I don't feel like most of these guys in the rotation have any confidence thrown to this guy whatsoever. And if you look at it throughout the season, they feel confident throwing to Ploiecki. So, but I can't blame him. You look at a Ploiecki yeah. five and two. So that's a seven fourteen winning percentage. Vasquez now four and twelve. Four and twelve. Wong's one and one. They have no confidence thrown at this guy. He's regressed. Ken, I appreciate the call tonight. I want to squeeze in a couple others before we leave for the night. But there's no way around it. Christian Vasquez has regressed. Let's get to Alex in Connecticut. Hey, Alex. Brian, I'm telling you, man, I'm just getting more aggravated night after night after night. High blues to blame. You can defend the ownership, but I got a feeling they're to blame too. They're losing. He lost. He's losing David Price's salary next year, and he's also going to lose Bogart's salary, JD Martinez, Evaldi, who he didn't extend the contract, and he, you know he's not going to pay Devers. That's over a hundred million dollars. So they're going to have like a hundred and fifty to hundred sixty million dollar payroll starting the year next year. So what's he doing with the damn money? There's yeah. Hey, Alex. Um, I'm with you, Alex. Alex, hold on. Alex, I'm with you. I appreciate the call. Your phone's bad tonight. Call back tomorrow night, or I should say Friday night, because, yeah, the Red Sox, we're not going to have a review tomorrow. I'm sorry, your phone stinks tonight. But I, I appreciate the points that you're making, and I agree with most of what you're saying. I don't agree that this is on the ownership. This is on Bloom. I th- feel like Bloom sort of got high on his own supply, and it feels like they just want to go after all these guys in the bullpen that can throw sliders and make it work. Well, sometimes it just works to pay for good relievers, like Ryan Tapera, like Colin McHugh. Let's get to Art in Connecticut. Hey, Art. Hey, you're fired up tonight, Bry. Um, I tell you, if you if you would have led a charge to uh, to Bloom's uh, luxury box, so we can get the man some answers of what he what was his plan in the off season, boy, I'm ready to I'm ready to charge the luxury box right behind you. I just uh, don't know, like, all right, I I would just really like to know what was the plan. Okay, so you're not going to re-sign Devers, you're not going to re-sign Bogarts, you're not even talking to Evaldi about a possible contract extension. What exactly is the grand plan here? I don't understand how. They have helped the 2022 Red Sox. How are the 2022 Red Sox any better than 21? Even on paper, they're not. They're completely worse. 
and you play and you play and maybe maybe if not the hardest division in all of baseball. It's yeah, just, it's just it's, it's hard to believe. The two the, the two things I know you're on the thing. Whitlock, you've already stretched them out. I don't know what to do. You want to bring them back to for the ninth. You want to screw around with them, let them pitch a couple innings in the middle of the game. You're stretched out. He's he's like one of your better starters now. Leave him. What you need is, I mean, the Barnes and the, 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 the who's the guy that, that on Sunday Night Baseball that struck out the siding of the Yankees and made him look Deepman. good? Now he is so bad. He he's sucks. So bad, yeah, Brian. he sucks. He sucks. He, he doesn't know where the ball's night, going. Brian. All right. He's horrible. I mean, the guy's embarrassed. It's an embarrassment having that guy on the mound. He has no idea where the freaking ball's going half the time. I don't know what to make of it. Guys out there, he doesn't know where the ball's going. He's throwing to the other side of the plate. When Vasquez is set up down and away, he's throwing up and in. The guy has no freaking idea where the ball is going. It's unbelievable to me. Matt Barnes doesn't have a fastball. Deekman stinks. Like, I, I don't... Like, those are supposed to be your high-leverage relievers. You were, you were banking on a bounce back from Barnes. <laughs> he won't throw his fastball. And you're expecting Deekman to give you high-leverage innings. High leverage. Guy can't even throw a strike. Talk about high leverage. Throwing how many straight sliders tonight? I mean, the guy cannot throw strikes. Unbelievable. Thanks to Ethan for producing. Back with you on Friday after the Sox. Have a good night, everybody. Be safe and be well. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.